Nigel Warburton is the author of the first book, The One on the Self. He's very keen to stress the extent to which philosophy is rooted in the real world. Some people think philosophy is just another worldly subject, nothing to do with real life, just for people in ivory towers. I completely disagree with that. That's just not true. For example, look, we're all going to die. Everybody knows that. We're mortal. And as soon as you realise that, you start asking quite naturally the question, well, what happens next? Do I just decay in the earth? Or maybe is there some part of me that could survive death? And when you start to question that, you very quickly get into ideas about what is the nature of the self? What am I? What could possibly survive death? And when you do that, you're in the realm of philosophy. Now, philosophy is everywhere. For example, I'm strolling down a busy high street here and there are people milling around. There's nothing much happening particularly. But as I look around, I can see a whole series of philosophical issues that spontaneously could be coming out of my situation here. So, for example, there's a church on my left here. People devote many hours of their lives to worshipping a god or doing the right sort of things that they think will get them to heaven. But there's still a fundamental question underneath that. Does God exist? And that is perhaps the most important philosophical question that's been asked in the history of philosophy. It's, it's vexed philosophers for thousands of years. And obviously in recent years, in our more secular society, there have been very vocal atheists arguing philosophically that there isn't sufficient evidence for God's existence. There's traffic passing me by here, and surprise, surprise, everyone's wearing a seatbelt. But why? Well, because the law tells them to, presumably. But that law is a paternalistic law. It's telling you, do this because it's in your own interest. But we're all adults, you know, drivers are adults. Shouldn't they be free to make a decision as fundamental as that about their own lives? Well, maybe. I mean, maybe there are issues about whether the state should provide health care for people who are damaged from not wearing seatbelts. Maybe not. Maybe people aren't responsible enough to take control of their lives. And underlying all this, you know, if you start thinking about that, is a basic philosophical question. What are the acceptable limits of freedom in a civilised society? Where do we draw the line? And that is right in the heart of philosophy. That's something that Plato talked about, the thousands of years of discussion of where the line should be drawn between what an individual wants to do and what the state wants that individual to do. That's a, an audio reminder that there's burglaries on the up around here. There's a lot of crime in this area. But when you think about it, why shouldn't people take other people's stuff if they want it? What, what stops us? In Plato's book, The Republic, there's this great example of the ring of Gyges. This is a ring that makes you invisible. Now, if you had a ring that made you invisible, would you really behave morally? Once again, that's a great philosophical question, right at the heart of ethics. Why should I be moral? Speaking of which, I'm just next to a burger bar and I can smell the smell of burgers cooking coming through here and I'm a bit hungry and I'm really tempted. But we've all seen television documentaries about how meat is produced and there's a big question about whether it's possible to produce a humane beef burger, one that doesn't involve suffering to animals. And this is a really philosophical question you get to very quickly because how do we balance the rights of animals, if indeed they do have rights, against the desires of human beings to eat beef burgers? The question of whether we ought to be vegetarians, for example, is a philosophical question again. It's really an ethical question. Just here, I'm passing a dentist. There's a door going up some stairs and there's a dentist up at the top who's got a plentiful supply of anaesthetic. Fortunately, we live in a century where anaesthetics are pretty effective. But the only reason they're effective is because they're based on medical science. But what is science? Does it reveal the truth about the way the world really is? Again, a big philosophical question. And it's come right out of the street. You don't have to go off to your ivory tower for that one.
I've been on this street before, but that was probably 20 years ago, and I've changed quite a bit since then. My hair's a lot shorter than it was, and I put on a bit of weight, and certainly I've lost a few cells, probably brain cells. So am I the same person? Obviously, there's a continuity in my body, but there's still a question whether there's anything that is me that stays the same throughout that. It feels like there is, and it's quite natural to think there's a continuing self that doesn't change, an unchanging me behind everything. But perhaps that's just an illusion. Again, you know, this is a philosophical question. Is the self, the experience of the self, merely illusory? From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.